0: God bless you all. Welcome to Channel Joel 228 TV. Let's get rid, uh, let's pass beyond all of these uh, things. Let's get to the focus here. I'm going to deliver the word of the Lord. I'm, you know, I'm very somber about what I saw yesterday morning. In my room, I was meditating before I came out to pray with the brother. And as I was meditating, I had a vision. And in the vision of the Lord, I was like in a downtown area of an old city that was old money, wealthy. And I don't know the history of the city, but it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of crime where I was. It seemed like a very wealthy Old city, old buildings, lots of old money there. And as I was talking, as a lot of times I go into the visions, I was talking to a gentleman. He was a a black gentleman. Then the scene changes. And in the scene, this gentleman is with a white gentleman in the street. And they're beginning to get tense with one another. And then a fight is about ready to start. But then the vision goes and it does multiplication, the same scene, but with many, 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 many people in a position ready to punch, like in a a haymaker position, something that I don't think is effective, but nevertheless, it's kind of how people brawl sometimes. Not a necessary comment, really. But they were in a position to hit. And so it, since this was early in the morning in my room and I was actually in bed while I was praying, hadn't got up and was just preparing my heart, I, I kind of nodded off a little. So I came out in, in the room where I'm at to start prayer with a brother where we do intercessory <coughs> intercessory prayer. And I began to pray, and I said, Lord, I forgot that vision. And I had the exact same vision all over again. Same vision over again. And the vision again, I saw the same scenes. Now, if you uh, are of different nationalities, understand, I believe people will say some of this riot is actually racially motivated. But this is not the truth, so don't get involved with any of that. Anger towards e- any nationality. The Lord showed me very clearly. And as Joseph said to the Pharaoh, because he had dreamed the dream twice, he said, the matter is established. This matter is established. The Lord has confirmed this to me several times, I realize, over and over again, through this vision, that the matter is established. So I do not uh, believe any amount of prayer is going to change this situation. Um." I believe we're going to have, we're going to have unrest, rioting that is coming to the United States of America. That is at my best understanding of those visions is what I would say. Now, I know we prophesy in part, we know in part, but that's what I see. I feel led of the Lord to share this. Matthew twenty-six, thirty-one, And all of you shall become offended. Because of me this night. For it is written, I have smitten, smitten the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. Then verse 41. And this is the answer. Starting verse 40. And he came unto his disciples and he findeth them asleep. And he said unto Peter. What could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but, the, but uh, the flesh is weak. Some of you watching may betray the Lord. I'm not saying that you may lose your salvation, but you may, if you're not careful, lose your faith. You may recover it again. But there's a terrible storm coming. And I didn't wait until this happened to prophesy this. Those who follow me can look at my history and understand that I detailed not visions that are ambiguous, but very clear, detailed, prophetic visions. And this vision is very detailed and prophetic. And it will come. Not because I said it. Because I'm gonna give you my own opinion. When people watch my program, they think that I have a political view, or I like, you know, I like, I like Donald Trump because I've said things about Donald Trump. Personally, I didn't don't like him or dislike him. I've had visions concerning him. I've never said he, you know, uh, I've never heard the Lord said he's a man of God. But uh, but I know what's happening. I'm gonna get into some different things. So. That's a little radical thing. Now, in December of 2019, I think it was on, the, it was on the maybe 2018, but I had, uh, I, some of you are watching my program, in the middle of it, I stopped and said, the Lord just spoke to me, we have to have communion. I said, I don't understand that. See, communion is Passover. It's when the plague passed over. And a year ago, and I've got this on my community page for those who doubt what I'm saying. That is on my YouTube community area. The, vi- the vision that the Lord gave me a year ago of a vial being broken and a needle being put into it. And I knew this was a, uh, some type of uh, biological pandemic, whatever. I shared that. I said, I don't understand it. See, I don't, I don't understand everything. And I share that and I say that all the time. I said, but the hands aren't Middle Eastern. They're white. And as I watched this coronavirus thing, I looked at the hands of a doctor working that looked just like the hands. I realized you couldn't tell the difference between an American hand and a nation hand. They all look the same. And the, that, the Lord gave that to me a year ago. And I don't say this to lift myself up. You got to understand this. In fact, we have no time for that right now. Trust me. Uh, If you knew the fear of the Lord that's working on my heart, you would understand why I'm saying these things. Then the Lord began to direct me, those who follow my program, to begin to try to memorize Psalms 15. Psalms 24, and that's 15 verse, started in verse 3. Psalms 24 and Psalms 91. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep on teaching this because you're going to need this. This passage is... uh, in Psalms 91:10, no plague will come nigh your dwelling. I'm going to get into some more radical prophetic than you have may have ever heard me share, and I and I've got to do this because I feel that feel the intensity of the hour. I just can feel the intensity of the hour, people, and so uh, the program may be at a little different pace today, as I. Um, Upload and download those different things that the Lord has shown to me. Let me go ahead and read some of the stuff first place that I want to get into. Okay, so I see a vision of rioting that would have been yesterday, which would have been the third. And I've had it twice, so the matter is established. We're going to have this and i noticed it was a multiplication because there was just a man and another man fighting but then i saw that same thing being multiplied out like just all of a sudden like a bunch of different people in the same position just there's multiplication now i'm going to say some things here there are evil players in government deep state with dark plans An engineered crisis, an engineered crisis, the COVID-19. Now, some people are talking about some stuff that's not true. But reality is this is, and I come from a medical position on this, not that I'm a doctor, but my grandfather was, and my mother studied uh, health and medicine and all that good stuff. And I studied some as well myself. And uh, I have a, a background in that area. It doesn't make me a doctor but I know enough to know when something is engineered and COVID-19 is engineered. It's, it's not the 5g. It's not, that's a conspiracy thing. The reality is this is a virus. It looks like a virus. It has, has this uh, two different, actually uh, different viruses in it. And it's and it's that's not the nature of a virus. Uh, it's it's engineered. Now, just getting into some of the stuff that you might not want to hear, but the reality is they've, I think, thrown out like I don't know how many, 11, 12 different reporter journalists from China. As they ask around China. The providence in which this all went down. Did you see anything like this in the wet markets? This bats being sold there. He said no, not really. You see because that's more the really northern northern part of China. This is the poor people that are that are very much into superstition and and praying to their relatives really deep the, the farmer the less educated people. He said no, there wasn't any bats being sold at this market. That's simply false. Now this is from Chinese people talking to American reporters. They were all asked to leave. But we know that a, they we know that a mile away from that a lab where they had the coronavirus is where this whole thing started. That's the truth. I saw a vision. I shared the vision. What I saw was a, a Asian man and he, and I didn't even realize that at the time, but he had uh, a tray with four hot dogs in it. Now it was a silver uh, tray, but I know that they don't have things like, you know, silver or, or aluminum, but they don't use metal in, in restaurants. Unless it has uh, what you call millage meters of paint on it, because it has a tendency to rust. And so I realized, okay, and I said that these hot dogs that he had, they had slits in them. That's not how you make a hot dog, that a corn dog. You don't do that. That's what they were. Something had been put into them, and it was being served. okay. I believe that and and how that all that works out whether i don't i don't know i don't know how that all works out, but I know that that's what the lord showed me and i and I believe that to be true now, like i said there there are actually good good evidence that this was an indeed a engineered if this is engineered this crisis is engineered, okay. The Civil War is a start, in my opinion, based upon the visitation that I had of the Lord twice. I believe the Civil War is a start. The tensions are rising. As somebody who actually had, had two different gyms, one that I rented with three other guys, two other guys, and one that was my own gym. And I taught uh, police, taught military, and... Under You know, that's what I did. Weapon retention, pain compliance control, adrenaline stress training. I notice as they go around, I see people and they're in one of the three phases of adrenaline stress. They're either like deers in the headlights. They're just like zombies going through the stores. There's no emotion in them. They're just going, getting their stuff and they're getting out of there as if though they can outrun the coronavirus. There's just, This is what's going on. You also see the tension. I talked to you before any of this violence happened. I told you violence is coming. You've seen it. The other thing is, is I can tell people that are on edge, ready to be violent. And you see all of these in there. And These are things that you have to look for and watch for because they're telling you something. Fear will, will always be. Now, there's, there's three ways that people deal with fear. And the fourth one is supernatural. Three ways people deal with fear, and that's what causes an adrenaline stress response. Okay. And one of them is a deer in the headlights is frozen almost, incapable of any logical, empirical, critical thinking. The other one is a fight, and the other one's run. But there's a fourth one, and that is where the Lord says, Fear not, I'm the Lord, I am with you, I am mighty. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. I'll sing to you songs of deliverance and salvation. See, that's the fourth dimension. Amen. And he's the third man. He's the fourth man in the fire. His name is Jesus. So, I want to tell you that not to fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. I've been sharing that the Lord told me on uh, the 17th of, of, of last month, that I had a vision of the number at 28 going across my face. 28 speaks of changes, of seasons and times. Then the Lord, the morning I got up to preach and to share how the Lord told me this coronavirus will come to an end. And I believe it will be this month. That it's going to, doesn't mean that anybody's not going to have it next month, but it's 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 going to come to an end. And And so... That morning, I had another vision. That vision was a number eight, new beginning. And as I got up to share and to prophesy that the Lord told me this thing is going to change, I was looking for another scripture, and my Bible opened up to Isaiah 28, 1. Woe to the corona of pride. I was shocked. I was like, my goodness, that was what I was going to share. And the word there in in the Hebrew is crown, but the word corona. And the Latin is crown. Woe to the corona of pride! So, Lord's prophesying against that, saying in it also says in Isaiah in the scripture I was looking up in the, for, is in Isaiah. Somebody might be able to show uh, share it with me where he talks about. Um, he says, I, how I, ta- I take the enemies and I use them as like my, my battling rammer. I use them as my weapon. So the, the Lord takes Satan, even uses him in his hands, okay, and, and he uses him. He permits him to do things. And so uh, America has turned away from God. It has not feared the Lord. And as a result of that, America is entering a difficult time, not like anything they have ever seen, ever experienced before. We are going into a very difficult time right now in the United States history. But the Lord is declaring, because I had a vision also uh, here recently, and I shared it on another video of Olives bunch of green, very life, very, very full, rich olives. And the Lord showed me that olives speak of the relationship God has with his people. And he's saying because of the people in the world. And the Lord has sent me as a prophet to the nation. So I'm not just for America. That God has heard your prayers. He's heard your cries. And he is going to, he's saying, woe to the corona of pride. That's what he's saying. And so you need to understand that. You need to walk not in fear. You're a supernatural person. You should not be freezing or running or even fighting. We're not of those. We're those supernatural people. We need to take this at a different way. All right. This may be a change like no other change has ever come in America. We need to be realistic at this hour and this time in this season about what God is saying to the church. God has spoken to me last year, and it's, it's here, one of the videos I did, people here know this, and where the Lord showed me and gave me the word that he was going to take a measuring rod and began to judge his church and to begin to measure the courts and the temples of the church. He gave me three things for which he would begin to judge the church. And these were the three things he told me. Because those who have uncircumcised flesh have come into the temple. Those who have not circumcised their heart. And because there is heathens in the temple, non-believers. We must do the two If we're born again, and this is a season for that. You understand that the Bible says now the works of the flesh are these fornication, adultery, murder. And it warns us in the 18 epistles of Paul, maybe with the exception of one, he warns believers in all of these letters. We know they're the the believers because he tells us they are. And he warns them that the unrighteous shall not enter in the kingdom of God. He tells them the unrighteous shall not enter into the kingdom of God. And so we see that God is telling and calling in His people to live holy lives, to live righteous lives. As preaching has been neglected, in big part in America and the world, uh, materialism has become a become a god to the church, and the promoting of self. So, as I'm going to continue on, I had a little diversion there in my thoughts. It's okay. I'm recovering from a stroke. And uh, because the enemy has tried to come against a lot of us, heavily, But uh, I'll preach under the anointing. Don't worry about it. All right. My brother, Mike, he's a prophet. My physical brother, Mike, he said he heard the Lord say darkness is coming. In the beginning of this year, I saw, and it's one of my videos, I had a vision of a wall. But the wall was weak. And the wall was America. The wall was old but it was weak. And the Americans didn't understand that the weakness of the wall, they thought because they had been around and the wall had been around for a long time, that it was strong. But the word of the Lord has come to me and he said, America, your walls are not strong. You have ancient pride, but your walls are not strong. I shared this As I shared this vision with my brother, my brother and me discussed, and he shared how he saw many tanks going to war. This was in the beginning of this year, I believe it was, and can be found here on this channel. I believe we are in a place where God is, is calling his people to repentance, to put away false gods, the works of the flesh. And so we get to what I talked about originally. I asked the Holy Spirit, he speaks to me, he said, don't worry about it. you can have a stroke, but you got the Holy Ghost, he's on it like white on rice. Boom, just like that. Three things the Lord told me why he's bringing judgment, and that he would, and I shared that before any of this happened. He said, because, there's, because there is the uncircumcised in their flesh in the church, the uncircumcised in their heart, and the non-believers... The circumcision of the flesh is something that we need to do. We have to put off the works of the flesh for fornicators and drunkards and liars and torturers shall be outside the gate. And nothing that is profane shall enter in to the gate, which is into the kingdom of God, into heaven. So God says, put away the works of the flesh. You must put them away. There's people who are telling you can live in the works of the flesh where Paul in his 18 epistles, the exception of like one warned over and over again, the unrighteous will not in the kingdom of God. And we know who he's writing to because he's, he's, he starts off his letters with saints, brothers, you know, elect of God, called, holy ones, all these different names. He's always talking to Christians. And then he writes in his 18 epistles and he tells people and he warns them of that not to be deceived by empty words. He said, because of these things comes the judgment of God. And we have people telling you that that doesn't apply to you. Be very, very careful. I believe you have become under, you have come, fallen under great deception and you have to awaken. You have to awaken. So these are the three reasons God gave me. And told me last year that judgment would become to the United States of America. And I shared that I had several different visions on this year judgment while other people were prophesying prosperity to America. And I want to call them out right now. I'm going to have to do that while other people were prophesying. Prosperity to America, I prophesied several times about what's happening right now. You who follow me know that. And I said, watch out for these people who are prophesying all these great things happening. I said, that's what the Lord showed me. That's not true. I said, the Lord showed me that is not true. Gave me a vision of the coronavirus. Go look it up for yourself in my community area. Go drop down. You can find it. It's there, archived. You can't change the dates. There's stamped there by um, YouTube. These things are, are God's messengers have been getting this message. And I think that there's some volatile times we could get into it. I really have a sobering message today. I, I doubt that, that uh, again, the Lord told me to open up with the scripture about people denying him. Wow, I've never been told to do anything like that in my life. Not a word that strong from Matthew. Matthew 26. Matthew 26, 31. All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written, I have smitten the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered. And then he gave me the answer, the antidote. Verse is 40 and 41. And he came unto his disciples and he findeth them asleep. And he said unto Peter, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. For the spirit indeed is willing, but but the flesh is weak. Well, I've never been told to preach that way. That message to the church before my life. Wow. So you need to understand and take heed to this message. This is the word of the Lord. Forget about each other. Forget about anything. I'm not here to talk about anything but Jesus Christ. All right. If we just take a quick look at Matthew 24. Matthew 24. We're not going to preach at all. But if you just take an overview and you look at Matthew 24, we see about all these difficult times coming upon the earth. He talks about the love of many uh, waxing cold because of sin. He talks about wars and rumors of wars. We see that. He talks about plagues. We see that. We, we also see a man-made famine coming to the United States of America. I forget the vision I had, but I shared here a couple of weeks ago my my uh stroke has affected me in remembering even prophetic words. I just remember a little. But the Lord showed me that that food would be scarce, a scarcity. Then right after the sister uh texted me uh or 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 uh, what was it? She WhatsApp me from Australia and told me that that there was food scarcity in there. And 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 I believe this is going to happen in other areas. I believe that as well-intentioned as some people in media are, that is, I'm talking like some of the people that are, you know, uh, conservative people, they are not capable of understanding the, um, the immensity of this situation. And I hope that you're not deceiving yourself, people. We see, we find ourselves in a time where there's been locusts. The Lord never gave me anything about the locusts. But I shared a lot about plagues, had a vision of the coronavirus a year ago. Um, I shared about preparing yourself for this upcoming things. The Lord stopped me in the beginning of I think it was either it was last year and I knew it was about the next year. And he talked to me and he told me to have communion automatically. And, And and I did that in a service and I began to talk about how a time is coming. Or we won't be able to meet in, in large buildings and in longer, but we'll be forced to meet in smaller groups. We would be forced to meet in smaller groups. Hey, honey, could you, could you text uh, Prophet Timothy and let him know that I'm doing a live program? I can't talk. Uh, you know what?: a little bit Okay, well, let me get back onto this, okay. Uh, okay. All right, thank you, honey. Yeah, let, let him know. Anyways, uh, uh, the brother we all prayed for that was uh, in intensive care, and we all prayed for him one night um, at like 11 o'clock at night, and he was on like a ventilator the next morning. He was taken off. God bless you all. Okay, so just that was Pastor uh, Prophet, that is Prophet uh, Timothy Lavelle from Lion Gates Ministry. He was just calling me right now. He doesn't know that I'm, I'm going live right now, but your prayers uh, raised him basically from the dead, took him out of out of that intensive care. your prayers, not just one person it was many praying, and I appreciate your prayers it was your prayers that brought that brother back because I, 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 the Lord gave me a prophetic word during our prayers, and you heard me that watched the program I said the Lord I, is saying that he's not I just said, the Lord I feel in my spirit the Lord says he's not going to die." He's got more to do that God's going to bless him and his wife. There's more coming for the two of them. And God raised him back up. Praise God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. Jesus reigns on high. Jesus is over all. Nobody is greater than him. He's King of Kings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, God Almighty. So we see ourselves in these times right now. This is the times that we're in. All right, my brother also, like I said, me and my brother both had visions about war. Be on the lookout and be prepared. I still think there's a possibility of terrorism in the United States to hit us when we're weak. I believe that is is a great possibility. I believe that that is a message that the Lord has the church to pray because at our weakest point the enemy would like to exploit us so be praying I had visions of the San Bernardino bombing before it happened I stood up in a church and I said on a church the day before that that Obama had stood up and said terrorism is done in the United States I stood up okay the next day and stood up in the church and said the Lord tells me, and I must give this word quickly, terrorism is going to again hit the United States of America. And if I don't tell you now, it'll be too late. It was, I think it was like the next day or two from then, boom. The terrorist happened, terrorist attack happened in the San Bernardino. Um, brother that lives here could even testify and, and has testified on other videos that the Brooklyn vision, I had a vision of that. Wasn't doing youtube, but he remembered the the vision that I had of the brooklyn uh, detailed vision even The crock pot the whole the whole thing basically that it was it wasn't a crock pot But that it was being cooked up and he remembered it. We were driving one day He goes you had a vision of the boston marathon. I said yeah. He goes, I, I remember And that was before it happened so That's only to say one thing and that's that the lord is mighty Okay. Amen. We need to uh, be very, very, very careful in uh, how we handle the altar, how that we deal with the instruments of the altar, um, how we minister at the altar, uh, what kind of spirit we're ministering at the altar. These are things that are very important. And in fact, this is why much of this has happened. The Lord has told me it's because of. The ministers, not actually ministering and reflecting in the character of God, and they've been feeding the church with milk and not meat, and they have sifted the wicked with the righteous, and they have taken advantage of the flock of God. Many prophetic words the Lord has wants me to share, and going to go back into get into that. I heard the Lord speak one day, I believe I was at a jack-in-the-box, and he said to me, and this is a, a word from uh, a while back, he said that if America doesn't have some major awakening spiritually, that socialism will become a part of America. Well, we can see that now, we can see that now more than ever with this whole um Thing that we've had around the political time and, and the election, we could see that that's what the enemy's thing is has been trying to bring in the spirit of socialism. And I was shown that some time ago. It's on one of my other older videos, not the oldest ones, but you know, a while back. Socialism is something that we need to be aware of. I've had visions of random violence, uh, all before, and I, and I really believe we're moving into that uh, time. Uh, I think the time that I saw that the random violence is going to even be beyond this time, to be honest. But we're moving into the violence times. What I saw in the vision that the Lord showed me. Random violence. I'm going to share the Daniel vision that the Lord gave me. The Daniel vision was that all of a sudden I saw Daniel and he was in Babylon. Daniel was dressed in the Babylonian garb and he was praying to the Lord his head was his, his his eyes were fixed on heaven and he was praying to the Lord in an attitude of prayer I knew it was Daniel the prophet in Babylon it was at night then the picture shifted and there became a great storm and there would begin to have great thunders and great lightning it was it was very ominous and I knew that there would be a great storm some of you've heard to share me share this And I shared this while things were great. Then the third vision was of one uh, area in the United States burnt to the ground, burnt to the ground, completely burnt to the ground. It may have to do with the vision I had yesterday of rioting. So that was my Daniel vision. A storm coming to the United States of America, a great storm back when I was. In my very, uh, at 24, the Lord spoke to me that he would shake America. He told me that he would shake the earth. And I know a lot of people didn't want to hear that. But the Lord has begun to do that now. Another vision I had, it's the Jezebel vision. Jezebel and her children. Those are those who fleece the flock, who are harlings, who preach. And look at, they've been preaching So they can drive in their Volvos, their Porsches, live in their multi-million dollar homes. Okay. This is the Jezebel church. I saw Jezebel in all of her splendor, dressed in, you know, beautiful clothes, in modestly dressed, rings on all of her fingers and in her ears. She had gems all over her, even a crown of gems upon herself. Her children were also all around her and they were all burning. To people who want to live like the world and claim Christ, God is bringing judgment of the earth. This judgment will pass of the Corona. The Lord told that to me. I believe that we're going to see this month is going to be a changing factor. Now, no doctor can say this. No, None have given a definitive word, and I'm not a doctor, but my sources are very good, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So I'm telling you, God is going to do a change in this corona thing. We're going to see a change. And, and when the first the Lord gave me, and you remember some of you where I stopped and I said, the Lord says to have communion. Ah, communion. and there, And I suddenly had communion. Unexpectedly, what the Lord was saying. There's coming a plague. And that's what he was talking about. And I began to share how things are going to get difficult in the United States because I knew God was speaking to me because he spoke to me in my right ear and said, I want you to have communion. And I stopped and I said it. And you heard me say it. And I began to share difficult times are coming to the United States of America. I began to talk about it right that day. That was in 2019. In 2019, I said that the Lord told me he's beginning to judge the church. He'll judge the church in 2019, and he'll judge a church in America. He'll judge the world. And judgment's coming to the United States of America. You know that that I said that. That was the Lord saying that. I also shared the vision that God gave me of crystals. And they were crystal cups, very wealthy type of cups. And all of a sudden, not because of an earthquake, not because of anything, but because they they're were they're, they're standing on something that was natural and temporal, all of a sudden, all of them were shattered. And I told you that the Lord is saying he's going to shatter churches, remove people from positions of leadership. And there's going to be a shattering in the United States of America. In May of last year, I had a prophetic vision that the stock market would crash like in 1929. Many of you remember that I said that I saw this clear vision, and the Lord told me that. The very next day, the next days following, they said there hadn't been a stock market crash as bad in, 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 in all the way back until 2011. That was just the Lord confirming that there was going to be a major stock market crash. This stock market crash, there's never been one like it. Now, we've got this what you call quantitative easing going on. And we've got this stimulus stuff going on. But reality is the fiat system has crashed. It's crashed. We have more people that are unemployed than in the time of the Great Depression. In the middle of this, the Lord showed me also this year, he showed me the Dow Jones just crashing, crashing. And we've seen that happening. That was this year. But last year, he told me the stock market would crash. Lord also showed me these other things to continue on with the word of the lord so the lord showed me the the vision of uh, jezebel and her children under judgment Uh, the churches have become like catholicism you completely depend on the pastor for everything this is not what a pastor is to do a pastor is to be a servant he's not to he's not to take advantage of the church the materialism has been disgusting and gross, not in America only, but in your countries as well, where men will call themselves prophets and apostles and then demand you that if you want to come under their ministry, you have to give them their give, give your money to them. There's a curse upon these. You heard it said, and I tell you now, the curse of the Lord is on those who have done this. The curse of God upon your house and upon your generations for your wickedness. You say, how can you say that? Because the Bible says that the God, those who are called can speak that way. God said to Abraham, those who you bless will be blessed and those who you curse will be cursed. I tell you, there's a curse upon the house of those who fleece the flocks of God and take advantage of them. It's not because I say it. It's because they're cursed because the Lord says it. Be very careful and repent of your greed and your materialism. You who have taken advantage of the flock of God. Be very careful. You charlatans. I'm not going to get off that. You charlatans, your harlings, you professionals, you taking the house of God and making it into a place of merchandise. This is the curse of the Lord that has come upon your house that you have built with your hands. He said, if you build me an altar, don't put your hand to the altar. No tool of man can come towards the altar that is built to the Lord. He says, your hand will defile it. But you have built your churches with your hands of flesh. They have been motivated by your greed. And now the Lord has come and he's blown upon your little house. And it could not stand because it was a house of professionalism, professional pastors, professionalism, harlots, Jezebels. This This is what it's about. It wasn't. It was December the twelfth, two thousand and nineteen. That the Lord, I think it was the twelfth and the eleventh. The Lord told me difficult times were coming, and I shared that on my video. It's in my community area. I begin to get into that videos. I had a vision of the Lord last year, in which all of a sudden I saw like really large metropolitan areas and people were all fleeing. They were all fleeing. And as I saw these people flee, I recognized people of different uh, economic uh, stratas. The very wealthy, the very poor, the middle class, every ethnic group, they were all running. They weren't fighting with one another. They were, they were in terror and they were leaving a major, major city. And just as in the other vision, I was in the vision as well. And I looked, and I saw two what appeared to be men, but in my spirit, I knew they were angels in the vision. They appeared to be men. They were kneeled down and praying, and I walked to the two men, and I asked them for directions. As I did it, a young man came over to me like a mocker or a fool, a jester, and began to speak evil against me and say, why are you asking these two men? And the angel said to him, do not speak that way to this man. They told me how to get out of the city, and I began to go on a journey. Next minute, I was with at Lois Sharp's house, who's a prophetess. And I was at her house, and we were talking. And as we were talking, everything became dark. And I said, Lois, it's dark. And she said, of course, it's night. I said, no, Lois, it's 3 o'clock in the day. I could hear the sound of rain, but it was being held back as if there was a great storm being held back. I could hear the sound of rain. And I said, Lois, can you hear the sound? She couldn't hear it, but I could hear the sound of rain out of a great storm ready to be released. You heard this last year, those who follow me. And then all of a sudden, the rain began to break through and I woke up. This is the storm which the Lord has spoken to me in many visions of storms. Recently, even just a week or so ago, the Lord spoke to me again of this storm. And where I all of a sudden saw uh, me and my wife and I looked out the window and I said, is this storm from the Lord? And three flashes of light flashed across in balls, like in balls, three of them is what I could make out. Three is the number of God. Another vision I had while I was in prayer and intercession, I saw the number three, 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 and five at the end. Three is the number of God. Five is the number of grace. God says, yes. I've spoken to my servants, the prophets of this time and this season that you have now entered in. And I called them to begin to tell the people that they must return to God, not with their words only, but with all of their heart. They must now put off the deeds of flesh, for the unrighteous shall not enter into the kingdom of God. It's time for them to awake to righteousness and to sin not. This is the time of the shaking of the Lord of hosts. He will have his servants have clean hands and pure hearts. Those who minister in the temple must minister in purity of heart. It is no longer allowed in the temple of God for men to take those things what are holy and sacred and minister out of impure motives and an impure life. The Lord says, I'm calling holiness back to the temple of God again. I have brought my judgment upon the earth even as I had done before in the Old Testament. As the children of Israel sinned against me, in Mount Sinai, and I sent a plague. It was stayed by my mercy, but it was brought by their sins. And even as I brought forth my children out of Egypt, and I brought a plague upon the Egyptians, so this is going to be a time of Passover that I will pass over upon the church. And God says there's protection in the blood, protection in the blood, but you must walk in God. You cannot live after your own imaginations. You cannot walk after your own ministry. You must take your ministry and crucify it. You must take your name and crucify it. These things don't matter at all. It's time to return to the Lord. It's time to rent not your... Listen, I had a a vision last year now. Was it this year? It was this year. I'm getting something. Yeah, this year. And in this vision, this year on a nine day fast, I had passed up some people that the Lord had put it in my heart to help, but I was too busy. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying this even publicly, I don't care. And the only reason I hadn't stopped when it was in my heart to help people that I usually do help people, I didn't. It was because I only had larger bills on my wallet because I had been blessed by a brother and I didn't do it. And then on the nine day fast, an angel of the Lord came and he spoke to me and he told me. And I could only remember two, but he told me, he said, there was three people that you passed and you were supposed to help and you did not help them. And then I said, Lord, I don't remember that. And then the Lord you know, reminded me of the third person. And the angel said to me, you must repent and sackcloth and ashes that he left. And I said, what does this mean? I don't even understand this. And the Lord said, you must publicly talk about this on your program. You must When you've sinned, you must bring your sin out to the church. And I and I was like, I don't want to do that. But the Lord said, that's true repentance. Sackcloth and ashes. They would go publicly and 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 confess their sins. So I did it on my program. I didn't want to do it. I did, but I don't want the Lord to lift His hand over me, because I was too busy at that moment. Last year, I believe it was last year, or beginning of this year. Some of you remember. Like I said, my the, the uh, strokes kind of affected me a little there. But the Lord showed me that what he's told me is this. See, I've, I've helped the homeless all my life, and I can say that I've helped the homeless all my life and, and done a lot. But I'm going to tell you, the church, the Lord brought that word to me. He told me he wants me to be more sensitive to the needs of others, to not look, look and judge those who are poor or less, unless, you know, they don't have the same opportunities, but even the Lord gave me another vision, and I'm going to go in that direction where I saw Jesus. He walked into a bus that I was in. And I first had walked from the, from the, the door of the bus to the back. And I passed, I think it was two or three gentlemen, and I looked at them. And I had thoughts like, wow, you got to watch those guys. Don't trust them. You know, be, protect your wallet. And then as I looked to the door, Jesus walked in as I had sat down. And he walked past those three men, and he looked at them. Then he walked up to me and he says, I see what you see. And I knew what the Lord was saying. John, you see that you see the lack in the potential. You see the lack in their life of potential. I see the potential in their life. And the message was, do not judge people according to what you see. The church is to be the place of mercy. You have a great opportunity to be the ministry of mercy in the church you do do not do not the lord has come to me four different times and told me that he that that there's he told me and revealed to me his heart towards people who are in drugs who are in bondage who are homeless and he's told me his heart is not like the church and that he's actually angry with the church for their hardness of heart for those who are in addictions because he came to set the captive free I remember the story where Jesus goes into the house of Simon. And as he's in the house of Simon, a prostitute woman comes in. She breaks an alabaster box and pours the oil upon Jesus' feet. And she cries on his feet. Then she wipes his feet with her hair. And Simon says, if this man were a prophet, he would know what type of a woman this is. And then uh, Jesus said, knowing his thoughts, he said, Simon, I've come in here. You haven't greeted me. You haven't given me anything. This woman has given her whole uh, year's uh, worth of her money. She's, she's That took all of her money to to anoint my feet with oil. You have done nothing for me since I came here. This woman has kissed my feet. She's anointed my feet. She's cried upon my feet. She washed her washed my feet with her, dried my feet off with her hair. And then he says, Simon, see thou the woman? So you don't see the woman. You see the prostitute. You see the alcoholic. You see the addict. You don't see the person. You're not seeing with the eyes of Christ. Christ saw her. You have a spirit like Simon. God has sent people to you to minister, to show grace that you don't see them. You see them as the labels you've given to them. This has got to stop in the house of God and the church of God. Many pastors are upset to have people like that in their churches because they feel that they'll they'll run the good solid money away. If people like that come into their church, then who where will all the good donators go? That's right. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, so get back to the city for these angels. Sorry, I got to go off a little bit. So the city, great city, everybody's fleeing out of it. I see these two angels kneeling down. They come, and, and I ask them for directions out of the city, and they tell me how to get out of that city. I show up at Lois Sharp's house. Now, when I, when I wake up later, and that was a dream. Usually I have visions while I'm awake. That was a dream. I asked the Lord, was that were those two men angels? The Lord said yes, and then he gave me a message, and he said, this is the message. And you heard this, those who follow me, they know this is not something that just came up with. If I had this vision like last year or the year, well, it was last year, for sure, last year, probably earlier in the year. Um, and the Lord gave me the message, and the message was this. To those who are in cities where a crisis will come, difficulty, shaking, do not be afraid like those who do not know the Lord. Even as I've sent my angels into the city of Sodom and Gomorrah for just and righteous lot and delivered him who is vexed by their evil conversation, so those who fear the Lord, I will deliver them in the day of trouble that I will send my angels and I will deliver them. That's what the Lord told me. So if you're walking righteously and the Lord hasn't told you to leave a city or an area that's going to be shaken, what will be shaken, then I would suggest that you trust in the Lord, that he'll send his angels to deliver you. The Lord last year shared with me and I gave word, and it's all recorded here that there was going to be destabilization in the United States of America. That's a powerful word if you look at the dictionary. And we can see that by the definition of destabilization, we're there now. I saw the prophetic vision that there would be a stock market crash. We're there now. The Lord showed me these things. And so I want to talk to you about all of this stuff. I also saw a vision recently of, a, of a, the Japanese flag with new colors in it. I think we need to be concerned and pray about Japan. This is what I saw. All of a sudden, I was awakened at the exact same time. My alarm clock, oh, I wasn't really sleeping, to be honest. I was kind of like in a just kind of meditative state. But I was just in that meditative state. Not like sleeping. And all of a sudden, the alarm clock went off. And the second the alarm, the alarm went off, I had a vision of the Japanese flag. And it had new colors in it. Be aware of that. Pray about it. Amen. 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 Did you know by the way that they're telling people they can't buy seeds in certain states? Well, that's the new world government. New eight, what is that? The new world government thing. They want us dependent on them. I'm gonna talk about some stuff here. Now I'm gonna do something I usually don't do, but I well I won't, I'll just say this. You'll know a tree by its fruit ministries that will have people come into them that bring false prophets into their ministry, you shouldn't follow those ministries. You should be aware of that. You should be aware of those ministries that bring in people that have false teaching, people that don't preach holiness. The word of the Lord for this generation is to arise and to live a holy life. That is what God is saying to the nations. That's what God is saying to the nations. Uh, I've been sharing this stuff for, for a long time. I'm 55. When I was 15, I had my first vision of the United States, in a difficult time in a season, and I, I and I kept it in many in, w- in many ways to myself. But the Lord, in 2016, I had a supernatural experience where I was told in a vision, not a sleep, but I was told that I be I need to begin to share the visions. And the, and the dreams and supernatural experiences I have from the Lord to the church, I fought with the Lord for two months and didn't want to do it. And so I didn't want to come here and, 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 I, and I wanted to be here. But the Lord told me to do this, so I'm doing it. And I'm telling you people throughout the nations as I speak right now. Shut yourself in. Shut yourself in. Shut yourself in and pray and seek the Lord. I'm not talking out of fear. Take advantage if you've lost your job or whatever it is and shut yourself in and begin to call out to the Lord God Almighty. to begin to ask God because more is coming. There's more coming, people. More is coming, more difficult times. This is not over. This is not over. Be prepared. More difficult times are coming. God is going to shake his church. He's brought judgment into it. But he's calling for a time of repentance, personal repentance. We need to talk about personal sin and personal repentance. We have to address these issues. We can't look the other way. This has been done for so long by those who are being paid and are professional pastors. They preach nice messages. They don't warn you of the truth. They, you never heard. Some of you never knew any of this was coming. But the men that you paid your tithes to and supported you, have never told you about any of this, and now you're shocked. How is it that they called them the shepherds? You called them the shepherds of God and your watchmen, but they couldn't see. They were blind shepherds. They had mouths, but they couldn't speak. They had eyes, but they could not see. They didn't knew nothing of the day we're in right now. But many other people who preach righteousness have been warning and prophesying these things by the Spirit of God and telling people to prepare their hearts to make straight the way of the Lord because a terrible time is coming upon the earth. And yet these men who have taken advantage have never told you a single thing. They did not prepare you at all. Incredible. Because they have no discernment Like those in Nineveh, God said they didn't know their right hand from their left. This speaks of spiritual discernment. In the book of Hebrews, it tells us that those who exercise themselves in obedience between good and evil, they grow spiritual discernment. Paul says, I can't speak to you as to spiritual, but as to babes, because those who need milk have no spiritual discernment. That's that's what he tells them. And so these pastors and these teachers, they have no spiritual discernment of that which has been obvious to us who've been seeking the Lord, and us who have been seeking God or pursuing holiness, those of us who have been putting ourselves in prayer and fasting and calling on the Lord and putting aside materialism and worldliness, we've been hearing from God the same word of the Lord. Corporately, throughout the earth, God has been declaring by his servants, the prophets, all of these things that have been coming upon the earth. But the reason we're hearing is we're setting aside materialism. We're setting aside these things that are worldly. We're setting aside those things where the Bible says that, it, that they, those who, uh, their end is destruction, whose God is their belly, who mind earthly things. And so the word of the Lord has come to his servants, not the word that you've been hearing, if everything's okay, nothing's going to happen, da-da-da-da. Different people have stood up in churches and said, oh, this thing, nothing will happen. But it did happen. It did happen. And it is here. And the economy has crashed. We are there. Now, where, where do we go from here? Well, I know what the Lord showed me yesterday morning. Riots. That's what the Lord showed me. The nations that are out there right now. Wherever you're at, you need to pray for your church, your pastor. You need to pray for the, those who are in authority in the governments. We're to ask God to show mercy Upon the earth. That's what we're to do right now. This is a time of asking God to show mercy upon the earth. So in your, your countries, you need to do that. You need to do that. God bless you all. I appreciate you coming and and watching the program. As we do this, we go live whenever the Lord puts well, what we try to share, whatever the Lord shows us when he gives us different things. Amen. Just looking to see if I've missed anything. Oh, some of you remember here, I had a vision of Channel 7. I saw the Channel 7 news. When I had this vision, I don't believe there was even a single death in New York. Um, if there was, it was like one. And I had that vision. And I, and, and, I, and at first, I thought it was locally because I didn't know that they had Channel 7s all over the place. And I shared. I said, I see. I saw a vision of Channel 7 news. And on the right hand, it was written, weeping. The next day, a brother told me Channel 7 is also in New York. Back at that time, I think the governor there was saying, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. He was resisting everything. But I saw that in a supernatural vision. Channel 7. And then weeping on the side was written here. And then I saw all of the people in the Channel 7 news area and they all stood with shock about what happened. You know, the word of the Lord has not come to pass. That was the word of the Lord. How did, how how is it that the Lord has said these things? Understand something. You need to understand something. The Lord knows the future. No man can know the future, but the Lord has said these things. They have come to pass. So I tell you by the authority of God that you must turn to the Lord in righteousness. You must Lord, with fasting and prayer in your nations all over. Learn the lessons that are being taught. And the lessons are to put away materialism. Put away yourself. Bear the fruit of the kingdom. The message of the gospel is is preaching, the preaching of repentance. John the Baptist came out, a wild man out of the desert. He wore a girdle of leather, ate locusts and wild honey. And he told the people to repent. He came against the religious leaders. that had fleeced the flock and taken advantage of them, put heavy duty burdens on them that they themselves could not bear who outwardly looked righteous, but inwardly they were sinful. And John the Baptist told them to repent, and he said that the the axe is being laid to the root. He said that, that, that he was a voice crying from the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths. And he came and preached repentance. Jesus came, and he came and preached repentance. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. You're not ready for the kingdom of God if you're not living a life of repentance. You're not ready for the kingdom of God. I know your pastors have lied to you. People like Joseph Prince and Rick Warner, they've lied to you. False prophets. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Promising you eternal life while they themselves are readers of iniquity. The truth of the matter is, the unrighteous shall not enter into the kingdom of God. Those who practice righteousness are of God. Those who practice unrighteousness are not of God. He says this in John 1, be not deceived. Many are deceived. God is calling and been preaching the message of repentance. Jesus preached it. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's in your reach, but you cannot enter into it. You cannot partake of it. Unless you turn away from your unrighteous deeds and your unrighteous acts. This is the message Christ came preaching. He sent out his apostles telling them to preach the message of repentance. This is the message that is to be preached. This is the message that the apostles preached. The believers of Christ preached. Paul says, In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, also which ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if, if, if ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. The gospel, John the Baptist came preaching repentance. Jesus came preaching repentance. The apostles came preaching repentance. And you are saved if you continue in this teaching. Many of you were on the straight and narrow, but you have strayed from it because you desired teachers that would tickle your ears. You've turned away from the sound doctrine because of their flesh. And they have fed you. They have fed you with lies. They have fed you with deception. They have given you scorpions and snakes For your food. And like them you have become as as they were scorpions and snakes. You bear no fruit of the kingdom at all. You confess that you know God. But in every work you are not righteous. And I tell you you must repent. You must make right your heart before God. God is looking for personal repentance in the United States and the nations of the world. God is calling the earth to a time of repentance. He has stretched out his hand and he has pointed his finger. Remember, some of you remember last year I had a vision about the finger of God. You remember that, people? The finger of God. The finger of God is the term that the Egyptians said every time a judgment came. And last year I had a vision about the finger of God. The plagues, the different plagues that came. Every time they happened, the Egyptians would say, this is surely the finger of of God, I saw that in a vision, the finger of God. And there's many facets in all of these things. Hallelujah. Well, he's going to be a good, good preacher. That's why my little uh, grandson—they're saying he's a—he's like preaching. Not right now. <laughs> Not now? Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Praise the Lord. Okay. Oh, thanks. Okay, that's my wife. Anyways, I'm doing my program here uh, just because of all that's going on. So I just want to encourage all of you to be strong in the Lord and and take refuge in the Lord. Take refuge in the Lord. Do not be discouraged by this time. Take refuge in the Lord. There is hope. I'm going to share this at the last part of my part here. There is hope. There's great hope, people. There's great hope right now great hope that's 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 coming in the world and i want to encourage you that if you'll lay hold of god he'll use you in this day he'll use you in this hour you let me tell you something the lord has made it clear to me this is the hour of god's champions this is the hour of god's champions men and women that are champions of the lord Men and women that are champions of the Lord. I'm sorry. My grandson is he's crying back. there. He's prophesying back there. Anyways, but God, this is the hour for God's champions. Don't be afraid. Do not be in despair. Don't lose your hope. This is this is great. Terrible darkness has come upon the earth. But I'm going to tell you something right now. This is God's hour for champions. And you who are watching. You may not know it. You might think when I say you're a champion, you might think like Gideon. you got to be kidding. you got to be looking to the wrong person. Well, that's good. Because anybody who's a champion recognizes they are nothing. You know that? John 15, 5, without me, you can do nothing. So you are a champion if you're watching this program. God's called you here. You You have the makings of a champion. You may need to repent, but you're a champion. You've been called to be a champion because God's calling champions to this, this program. Because the Lord showed me he's going to rise up Elijah's and Enoch's, Ezekiel's, prophets of God, prophetesses of God in this generation. People that have uh, prophetic DNA. People that won't back down or back up. Who you won't be able to buy because they're sold out to Christ. People who won't take and use the kingdom of God for their own gain. this is You are a part of this generation where God is going to do mighty deeds and exploits. God wants you to rise up in this hour, for you to rise up in this day, for you to go do great exploits, and for you to demonstrate the kingdom of God. And you say, but I'm nothing. That's right. That's a good place to start. That's a great place to start. You guys, quiet down, please. Hallelujah. So anyways... So you are that generation of warriors. You are, those, you are the Ezekiels and the Enochs. I see the. to me, it's, it's more than anything as I close up. This is a generation of Enochs more than it is ever at, at all. And it, this is a generation of Enoch, Enochs more than ever. And the reason I say that, and notice that there's like a very thin layer between heaven and earth. You know that's where I get up and I I see hey I see I saw the coronavirus in a vision because the the layer between heaven and earth and I saw that it's 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 here on my YouTube channel in the comment area or the community area you can see that vision I had about the coronavirus a year ago I saw the stock market crash where do I see these things it's in it's in the heavenly realm but it's it's it it's the layer of heaven and earth are 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 becoming there, it, it, there's a there's an easiness to entering in. Now the spiritual warfare's can be can be fierce. Now the spiritual warfare can be fierce. So you have to you have to you have to crucify all the passions of the flesh. You have to deny yourself because the spiritual warfare is really intense. And see, without righteousness, you can't minister in God's courts. And so there's a real intense spiritual warfare. But there's like a like, like a really thin layer between the earth and the heavens. It's easy to all of a sudden. Have a vision. It's easy to all of a sudden have a visitation. If you're pressing in and you're pressing past the spiritual warfare, if you're standing your ground and not giving it up, if you're holding on, it's it's easier now. It's harder in some senses, but it's easier in others. And the Lord will never give you more than you can handle. But it's a great time to be alive because I feel like it's the time of Enoch. People where they're translated in the supernatural by God. Uh, Hear the echoes of the Lord. Um, hear Hear the very echoes of the Lord. Where other people only see lightning and thunder, the prophetic people hear the echoes and the voices of God. They interpret the natural into the supernatural. I hear uh, lightning and thunders and the others say, I heard a voice and it said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Others didn't hear that. Some heard that. Others didn't. They only heard a lightning and thunders. But this prophetic uh, generation that's coming up of men and women and children, they're going to take and see things in the natural, but they'll have a under- supernatural understanding in them. They'll understand what God is saying. In the night season they'll have an understanding and that's how that's what the Lord has been having me prophesy and people have contacted me said how did you get the details for all of these things you know they ask they ask questions like that they're like way along ahead of time I'm gonna tell you something you got to break through into the heavenly realm that's what you got to do you, you cannot live like other people you cannot live like other people if you're gonna be a Levite the Levites live differently If you're going to be like this, you're going to have to live a different way. The Nazarenes live differently. So I'm telling you now that the heavens, God is rising up a generation of Enoch's. You Enoch's got to understand there's going to be spiritual warfare. You're going to have to crucify your flesh. That's going to be a daily part of your life, crucifying your flesh and dealing with spiritual warfare. You've got to understand the enemies come against a lot of you and, and that you think that you uh he's he's lied to you don't you know that the bible says that the devil it said this this is he that deceived the nations and it says he just was little jesus said he's he's a liar and the father of lies revelation says he is the accuser of the brother and a lot of you have been living in a blur and under a cloud of spiritual warfare because you're not armed up with the word of god and so you feel ineffective you feel defective You feel like you can't do great things in God. You wonder even if the Lord is still with you. Listen, you need to to man up. You need to man up. This is a spiritual hour. And I had a visitation from the Lord. And in the visitation from the Lord, it was an angel of the Lord. He came down and he landed right here, like on this side. And he let me see the life of Paul, the apostle. And he let me see the life of John, the apostle. I saw glimpses of their lives. And the Lord spoke to me. Uh, the angel, of the Lord. It wasn't. It wasn't the Lord. It was the angel of the Lord, and he said to me about these men. He said they live fearless. And see, I saw that John wrote the book of Revelations when he was in prison for the gospel. He wrote the book of Revelations. Wow, that's right. I saw this in this vision and how that worked. And the the book of Revelation was a flower that he had, and he took the flower and he threw it, and the, and the and the flower went all over the earth. Okay, so it was through his persecution and preaching of the gospel that a book that has affected generations was actually done. He lived a fearless life, and Paul the apostle, the prophet said, "Bonds and afflictions, and afflictions they they're going to come upon you if you go to Jerusalem." But he said, "I go bound in my spirit to Jerusalem." Not fearing those things that would come upon him. And he said so that he could fight his, fight and finish his race. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't back down and he wouldn't back up. This is the man, that Paul the Apostle, that wrote most of his writings, actually, from prison. And in, in Acts 20, Paul the Apostle says these words, starting in, in verse 22. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem. Not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city, saying bonds and afflictions abide you. But none of these things move me. Neither do I count my life dear to myself, that I might finish my course, that I might finish my course with uh, with uh, joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of grace. So Paul, the apostle, in this vision that I saw, he lived boldly, fearlessly. He lived without fear. He went towards the fear. And I'm going to tell you again, do not fear. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. God will supernaturally give you, if there's no food on your refrigerator, lay hands on it. With those believers, you watch it. You're going to see supernatural testimonies during this time. This is the time of of the prophetic and the the supernatural of God. Don't worry. If you fear the Lord, your provision will be given to you. Your provision will be given to you. Some of you have a vision from the Lord and you say, how can I do it in this hour? And the Lord will say to you, provision for your vision will come forth. I've spoken to you. I've called you to do it. I've anointed you for it. This is the hour and the day that you'll do the exploits that I've, I have ordained from old. Don't look to the harm of the flesh, but to me. For I will speak out of my mouth your provision, and it shall come forth. So don't worry about what you see in the earth. Don't look to the north or to the south. Don't look to the west or the east, your provider, Yahweh, Jehovah Jireh. I will take care of you. I will sustain you. I will speak peace to you. I will fight you your enemies with my power. I will cause my provision to be with you and my angels to be around you. For have I not spoken that I am your strength and your salvation? Do not fear those things that you hear upon the news because I have given you the armor of my salvation. My peace is with you. My word stands true in this hour as in any other hour. Be strong and be courageous, for I am the Lord your God. And the vision I have given you for a time and a season, for an appointed reason, will come forth. Wait and stand. Do not faint in this time of season, for this is the time of champions. Champions are made in this season, for this is the refining of the fire and the testing of the iron. This is the season, saith the Lord, that I will sift the goats and the sheep. I will sift the wheat from the tare. I have brought my sword and my judgment upon the earth. Who will declare it, saith the Lord? Who will declare my judgment, saith the Lord? Who is he? Who is he that will declare my word, saith the Lord? But he that trembles at my word, he that is of a broken and contrite heart, he that feareth me, he will be the one to deliver words, saith the Lord. Do not fear. My purposes shall still stand, and your calling shall still come forth. Do not look to the right or to the left, but look only to me. For the purposes I have intended for you from the foundations of the earth, no man can withstand. My purposes I have decreed them, and they shall be. Walk by faith and not by sight. This is an hour of supernatural power. This is the generation of distinction, of manifestation. This is an hour of revelation and impartation. This is an hour of glory and demonstration. I have spoken it, and it shall be, saith the Lord. I will once again shake the earth, and that mightily. I have declared that the earth shall be shaken, and I shall shake the literal earth. Men shall stand in fear as I shake the earth, saith the Lord. I said, I will shake the earth terribly, and the earth shall shake. For I have decreed it, and you shall see it. For it has come forth from my mouth, and it will be demonstrated by my hand. This is a time of difficulty, but the Lord said, none of this is difficult for me. For I have no problem giving you food in the desert, water from a rock, and streams In the desert, I will make the crooked places straight, saith, Yahweh, God, is anything too hard for me? You say, Lord, this time is too hard and too difficult. But I say, I am the creator of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Yea, nothing is too hard for me. I have breathed into the clay of the ground, and it has become a living soul. And I say to you, speak to your mountain. Talk to your difficulty. Declare the word of the Lord against your enemies. I will provide for you. I will sustain you. I will keep you. I will direct you. And I will speak my blessings over you, saith the Lord. Fear not. Fear not, my people. This is the hour of demonstration and power and glory of God. Do not be afraid as those who do not know the living God. But this is an hour for you to be strong and empower and walk in my glory. This is an hour to do demonstration, to manifest my glory to the nations. Hear the word of the Lord, for the word of the Lord has come from his servant. Hear it now, all ye standing upon the earth, all ye men of the earth and women of the earth, hear the word of the Lord, rise up and shake off the heavy burdens, put off the spirit of fear, saith the spirit of God, put on the spirit of confidence and boldness like a lion, for I've said my righteous shall be bold as a lion, and nothing shall stand against them, though men come against them they shall scatter, for the hand of the Lord has declared it, and the mouth of God has spoken it. This is the word of God that I have decreed in the Old Testament. There will be a time of terrible things upon the earth, even the time of Jacob's trouble. Even so now, that time has come, and this season of refining has come. This is a time of refining and defining. God says this is a time of refining and and defining who is called and who is not called. I have put people in ministry by my glory and others have removed him and others have put themselves in ministry that have not anointed. But this is a time of shifting and changing for I will exalt who I will exalt and I will obey who I will obey for those promotions that come, which are of me, do not come by the hand of man. Promotion either comes from the north, the south or the east, the west. But God is the judge of the whole earth. He puts one down and lifts up another. And I have declared it, and so it shall be. You shall see shifting and changing in the nation, saith the Lord. A great move of God like never before is coming forth. And like a mighty, mighty wind, you will begin to hear it. You'll begin to see signs. And you'll begin to feel the breeze of the Spirit of God. And like a wind, it will begin to move. And it will become a great wind that shall uh, go cover the whole earth. Cover the whole earth. Cover the whole earth. A great wind, a great tempest, but one that is supernatural from heaven to change this generation, to empower this people. A heavenly wind is coming and an awakening, an awakening, an awakening. I hear the Lord saying, There shall be an awakening, an awakening, an awakening. I will shake the earth terribly i will take those who are defiant and proud and i will cast them down i will move the goats from the sheep i'll bring my sword against the unrighteous but i will bless the righteous Protect those who fear me, but I will judge those who are wicked. This is the hour, saith the Lord, that has been spoken of in times past, even yea, by my servants the prophets, saying in such a season and such a time, there will be great trouble upon the earth. And so it is, but my mighty ones will arise. My mighty ones will arise with boldness. My mighty ones will arise with the anointing. My mighty ones will arise, not by their own power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. For it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Let him that is weak say, I am strong. The Lord says, let him that is weak say, I'm strong. Do not take upon yourself the spirit of Gideon saying, who am I? Because the Lord says, you are a mighty one, a noble one, called for this hour, empowered for this hour to do demonstrations so that the, so that the honor and the reputation of Yahweh can be restored. So that the honor and the reputation of Yahweh can be restored. Hallelujah, the reputation and the honor of Yahweh is going to be restored in the church. Hallelujah, the honor and the reputation of Yahweh is going to be restored in the earth. As you're going to see supernatural miracles, supernatural miracles. Some people, they think they're believers, but they don't know God. This is an hour to know God. I'm not saying that you, some of you are not saved, but you don't know God. This is a time, my wife remembers when we lived in Las Vegas, and, I, and it, was, it was like two months. I hadn't even put gas in the car, and, and she remembers it. I said, do you, do you know we don't put gas in this car? She goes, I know. It doesn't run out. My wife knows that's a fact. That happened for two months. Supernatural provision. Sitting here in this very house saying, there's no money. We prayed and said, God, there's no money. Set here, and somebody knocked on the door with two boxes of groceries. Another time on a three-day fast, no money. A man that I don't even know walked up to the car and gave me an envelope with $3,000 in it. I heard a voice as I drove up to my house on the third day of the fast saying, you can break your fast now. The the, the being delivered. And a man gave me $3,000. I never met the man. I don't even know who the man is. As he left, he said he was sent to the Lord. This is a time for supernatural provision. God is going to take care of you. Don't be afraid. No plague shall come nigh your dwelling. This is a time to believe all the promises of God are yes and amen. This is the time. This is the hour. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in his power. Plead the blood of Jesus as you go places, but don't walk in a spirit of fear. You'll be okay. You'll be okay as long as you fear the Lord. As long as you hate sin. As long as you hate unrighteousness, as long as you fear the Lord, you'll be okay. God will take care of you. He'll provide for you. Don't worry about your little ones. Some of you are worried about your little ones and you don't know how to do this. The Lord God, Jehovah, will take care of you. The Lord has your burden. He will take care of it. Don't worry about your little ones. He will take care of you. He will take care of you. Do not worry. God is the shepherd of his people. He will take care of his sheep. Do not fear. Do not worry. Worship God and him alone. Bless God and him alone. This is the hour. You look to God in this hour. God will take care of you. It's an incredible hour. What a blessing to live now, to see the demonstration of the power of God, to see the fulfillment of prophecies that God has spoken. And we're going to see such a change in the United States and a vastness that's going to happen. There's going to be this proliferation of things that you'll see happen quickly. One of the visions I had last night is, is that uh, this it was yesterday morning is rioting is coming to the United States and it's going to proliferate. I saw that in a vision yesterday and and well, it'll happen because I saw it twice. It's guaranteed it's going to happen. The Lord showed me that. So we're going to see unrest. So don't be don't be worried about that. Shut yourself in when it happens. But it's coming. It's coming. The word of the Lord is that it's coming. So be prepared to shut yourself away when the writing comes into areas that may you may live in, okay? It is coming. That is the word of the Lord. Amen. Let's just remember, there's only one God, one meter be, between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Christ who was completely God, completely man. Make sure that in everything you do, you give glory to God. I just hope that this ministry will restore the wonder and the majesty of God. I pray that this ministry will will actually help to restore the reputation of God on the earth that a lukewarm backslidden and worldly church has taken away from God so that the name of the Lord is blasphemed as they look at Christians in the earth. But I pray that God will his reputation, his holy reputation, his spotless reputation will be restored in the earth and the majesty of the Lord and the wonder of our God will be restored. That's the desire of my heart and my ministry is for you to stand in awe and wonder of God in his glory and his majesty and to exalt and praise him and that you will be a lover of God. That's my desire, that that the honor and the glory of God will be restored in the earth. And I believe it will be. I believe this is an hour that it's going to happen. Amen. God bless you all. too many to talk to but god bless you all be strong god is going to come through for you guys keep on standing amen keep on standing keep on being strong i could actually prophesy all day long Hallelujah. <laughs> i will here i will uh do that keep me in prayer um i'll probably be here doing some programs that could go on for hours praying interceding prophesying uh I think that I possibly will do some of those next week. Maybe just spend hours on here praying and interceding, prophesying. Whatever the Lord asks us to do. I can't prophesy. I moan. When the Spirit of God comes on me, then I can. Amen. And That's how it works. We we, we all know that we're nothing. We all understand. We're just a, the, we're clays. We're clay. He's the potter. The Bible says we have this glory and earth and vessels. The Bible says that the sentence of death was in us. That we wouldn't put confidence in ourselves but in God who raises the dead and the Bible says that Paul said I am what I am by the grace of God so we recognize this we know that the calling of God is, is he didn't it says this he called the foolish things the base things of the earth the things that are not so we know who we are where we've come from and the Bible says not many mighty not many noble not many wise has God called But then when we get used of God, we forget that, and we think we're wise, we think we're noble, and we think we're mighty. We better be careful. This is why all this has come. It's because of pride, because man has been puffed up in his heart like Nebuchadnezzar and said, I've done all this by my wisdom and by the excellency of my power. And so God has said, he said that you'll eat grass for seven years now because you have not humbled yourself before God. You've taken a credit for your life. You think that you've done these things. It's not been your wisdom or your strength, but my mercy and my grace. And so Nebuchadnezzar went into a time of of difficulty where his heart was turned like to the heart of an animal. And then he came to his senses and he began to glorify the God of heaven. And he was restored to his right senses. So the earth is being shaken because of the pride of man, because we are nothing. We cannot do anything. Everything that we have comes from his everything we have comes from his hands. Whatever we have, if we're strong it's by his it's his it's his by his might. if we have a, a good mind, it's by his might if if we're we've been born with a certain of family that has has wealth, that's God's doing. whatever we have is of God, all the good things we've had the the years of of our loved ones and the 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 times of laughter upon the earth the the times that God has taken the dew of heaven and he's filled our mouth with water. The times that he's taken the bread and broken by his table and fed to us by his hands. Those things have come from the hand of the Lord. The times of prosperity that we've experienced in the United States and the world. These are the blessings of God that in all of this, we have not acknowledged God. We've been like Nebuchadnezzar thinking we've done this ourselves. We've taken credit for us. But the Bible says every perfect gift comes from the Father of light, which there is no variance or shadow of turning. Is, is your wife a good gift? Well, then be thankful for that. Are your children a good gift? Then be thankful for that. Do you, have you had a job? Be thankful for the job you've had. Have you had uh, food in your refrigerator? Then be thankful for it. You have become ungrateful and your foolish hearts have become darkened. And you confess yourself to be your wise, but you became fools. Listen, get back to acknowledging that you are nothing. Except for by the grace of God and his mercy. And if Christ hadn't gone to the cross, you would not be anything. Because the Bible says we all like sheep have gone astray. There's was none righteous, no, not one. So I don't care if you're a saint of God and filled with the Holy Spirit today, remember where you came from, because God took us out of the cleft of the rock. He took us as a piece of pottery, broken and shattered, and he spoke into us life. He spoke to our broken limbs, walk into our broken arms, be healed. He spoke to to us broken potters and said be my vessel saith the Lord. We were nothing before he called us and we are nothing now. So make sure that you understand that is Yahweh who has declared you from the beginning of the earth before you were God said your name and he said John and he blew and that out of that word became a living spirit and then you came to the earth God had a plan for you, a destiny for you, all written out before it was ever even revealed. A scroll which your days were ordered and ordained, your purposes and destinies in the earth, where you would be born and what family you would be born and at what time you would be born for the purposes and intents of God. You're very important people. God bless you, but recognize you are the creation. He is the creator. We're the dust. He is the animator. We are the dust. He is the animator. He breathed into dirt, and we became alive. Men are but grasshoppers, and like, they, they are like sand. God, he is powerful. Don't forget that. Give him glory. So that you, it, it, we need to do this in all the world. If, if, if God is to make this time easier, the earth must repent of the, of the shedding of the blood of the innocent, of the immorality of the earth. The, the, the body of Christ must repent personally. Of all the sins that we've done, we must repent, must put everything away. No games, no playing, no hiding. Because if we don't, then the the mercy of God cannot come. And this time will not be lessened. The Lord showed me. Holiness is the message that the Lord has spoken to me to preach on. He told me, preach on holiness. Preach on holiness. That's what I'm preaching on. Okay? Amen. And I will say this in closing. If you... If your bird repeated what you said, I don't think you would be impressed. Right? If I speak, I'm just repeating what I hear. You wouldn't be impressed with a parrot who spoke what you said? And if a Saul began to boast, look at this house that I built. It had no skill. It had no power. No knowledge or no understanding. How can the Saul boast on the building that has been built? It's the carpenter, Jesus Christ, who gets the glory and should always. God bless you all. Shalom. Love you all. And uh, stay tuned. Subscribe. God bless you. This is uh, the servant of the Lord, Jesus Christ, is my Savior, Servant John. Amen. Servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. John. Love y'all.